everyone. Welcome to another episode of Not Boring Workouts. The best way to work out in quarantine and beyond. Every single episode, we regale you with fun facts and fun facts to guarantee that your workout doesn't suck and you're going to wreck your next Zoom trivia night, bitch. Before I go any further, jump into some squats. Minus the jump, you can just squat. Start squatting. Today's episode is a recommendation. I was having a Zoom dinner with my bestie and her husband. Oh, and by the way, I set them up so my place in heaven is secure. Anywho, we were chatting about everything under the sun, and these two friends are particularly brilliant and sufficiently weird, so it's extremely rare for me to say anything and for them to not know what I'm talking about. But I mentioned Section 230 and the Communications Decency Act, and they were like, what the fuck did you just say? And so I started to tell them about it, and they were like, you should do a workout about this. And so here we are. Welcome to the Section 230 is almost as serious as your midsection workout. And that ding means it's time for our next exercise. Those squats were the only squats you'll be doing today, so you're welcome. Because today's workout is actually all about that midsection, as you just heard. Lay down on your back and start doing some bicycle crunches. If you're new here, wow, look at you, already following along and crushing your second exercise. If you've been here before, we are glad you're back. Special thanks to Ian Chapman and Andrea Alefi, who donate to our Patreon at the $10 level. You, too, can support this weird little endeavor at patreon.com slash notboringworkouts. You can also tip us on Venmo at notboringworkouts. Or you can just tell your friends, and that's sexy, too. Stay on your back, bend your knees, put your feet flat on the floor. We're going to do a bicycle crunch modification thing. These are slow. So what's going to happen is you're going to crunch while bringing your left knee up and your right elbow to that left knee. Then place your foot back down as you lay back down. Now crunch again while picking up the other foot. And again, you'll be tapping the opposite elbow and knee. Put that leg back down. Keep alternating. Got it? Good. And if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, just keep crunching. As long as you're working out, you're doing great. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act affects us all even if you don't know it yet. But now you do, because you're here and you're working out. Isn't that amazing? Anyway, Section 230 more or less says that internet companies can't be held responsible for what third parties write on there. For example, if someone goes on, let's say, Reddit and posts, hey, I bought a 10-day park hopper pass to Disney World and I don't have any children, I just like to go to Epcot and jerk off around the world, Reddit cannot be held responsible for that post. Which is kind of great, because I can't imagine what kind of nightmare it would be to keep up with all the trash that is posted per minute on the internet. Okay, lay down flat on your back. We're doing toe taps. These are a bitch. You're in a straight line, knees are straight, ankles together. Now lift your legs like two inches off the floor. Bring your feet apart a few inches, then tap those feet together. Bring them apart, tap them together. Tap, 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 with your legs hovering above the ground. You've got it. Let's back up a little. The Communications Decency Act was passed in February 1996. 
it basically criminalized knowingly sending indecent shit to minors online. And this act was, ironically, signed into law by President Bill Clinton, who loves minors. The idea was that while, I don't know, okay, we'll, we'll move on. The idea was that while TV was regulated and you can't advertise kinky shit during Saturday morning cartoons, the internet had no such regulations. All right, those are a bitch. Let's turn them into leg lifts. Keeping your legs straight and knees and ankles together, slowly raise your legs to about 45 degrees, then slowly lower them down till they're hovering above the ground. Now slowly raise them back up and slowly lower them down. Because it's an app day. Okay, so they criminalized knowingly sending indecent shit to minors. Free speech advocates, however, fought back, saying that classifying certain things as indecent once they hit the internet could also end up affecting medical literature, novels, anything with explicit content. The argument was essentially that the Communications Decency Act was too broad and that other content could accidentally get caught in the crossfire. By June of 1997, the Supreme Court ruled that the indecency provisions were unconstitutional. And long story short, I think, this ruling ended up further solidifying Section 230 of the Act, which was and is essentially a little carve-out that protects internet platforms. It has been ruled constitutional time and time again. Time for a side forearm plank. Let's start with the right side. So you're resting on your right forearm, lift up your whole body so it's in a straight line, and your uh, side of your foot is touching the ground. Otherwise, you're stacked on the side. I will tell you when to switch sides and do not let those hips dip. The reason Section 230 is such a big deal is that it lets the internet be the insane playground that it is. If platforms could be held liable for their content, every platform would probably be sued all the fucking time and or have severe restrictions on what you can and can't post because they'd be constantly trying not to get in trouble with the Communications Decency Act. Section 230 is why everyone from video game enthusiasts to furries to adult babies can create forums and find each other. And the platform can't be held responsible for whatever goes on there. Switch sides on that forearm plank. Section 230 is such a big deal, in fact, that it has been referred to as, quote, the 26 words that created the internet. And now I shall read for you these 26 words. In the beginning, God created that. No, sorry, then, just the Bible. Okay, the 26 words of Section 230 are No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. Back on your back for what I think might be called reverse crunches. Your legs are straight up in the air, feet towards the sky. Lift that pelvis up, sending your feet to the ceiling, and then back down so you're crunching those lower abs. Because once again, today's workout is all about that midsection, y'all. I will repeat those 26 words in case you were too busy hating side planks. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. In other words, platforms can't be held responsible for content that users post. You might see where this is going. 
These words created the playground of the internet, but they also have created a place where hate speech and disinformation flourish. The same place that allows adult men to share their love of My Little Pony is also where incels find each other and blame women for their micro dicks, which I assume is what all incels have. You heard it here! Incels have micro dicks! And now I'm going to get doxxed. God damn it. Okay, bend your knees, put your feet flat on the floor. Crunch to the right and touch your right hand to your right heel. Now crunch towards the left and touch your left hand to your left heel. Keep alternating, right hand, right heel, left hand, left heel. Because the internet is allowing flat earthers, anti-vaxxers, and Trump supporters to just make up anything they want, people are finally starting to say, hey, wait a second, maybe we should put some more limits on these Section 230 protections. Maybe there are some bad actors on the internet and we should hold platforms responsible for what people post. And so, and I'm gonna guess this isn't where you thought this was going, but bear with me. In 2018, President Trump signed into law a set of two bills, the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act and the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. As a shorthand, they are called FOSTA-SESTA, and they directly affect 230 by saying, hey, look, if you host content violating federal and state sex trafficking laws, yes, actually, we can come after you. So, no sex trafficking on the internet. Sounds pretty good, right? Crunch variation. Kick your legs up to the sky. Kick them up, then bend at the knees and kick them straight in, out in front of you a few inches off the ground. Bring them back in and kick them to the sky. Bring them back in and kick them out. So you're not taking a break and letting your legs fall, but you're bending your knees and then you're kicking your legs up to the sky and then straight out. I kind of like this one, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I've done it before. That's right, I've done some of these. Much like that time Trump got COVID, things don't always work out like we hope. And so while stopping sex trafficking certainly sounds great, a lot of other content got caught up in the FOSTA-SESTA crossfire. For instance, consensual sex work. So instead of, uh, you know, risking someone using the site to advertise sex, which if you ask me is really what God intended the internet for, but anyway, sites went ahead and preemptively shut down a ton of their sexy content. They shut down their sexy stuff so they wouldn't get in trouble with FOSTA-SESTA. Craigslist, for instance, shut down its infamous personal section, which means that we will never be able to contact that guy who was just looking for someone to sit in a hot tub full of marinara sauce with him. Flip over onto a high arm plank and we're gonna do some slow mountain climbers. You're basically bringing each knee into your chest, right, then left, right, then left. There are some good things about FOSTA-SESTA and advocates claim that they prevent sex trafficking. Opponents of the bill claim that it doesn't actually do much to prevent sex trafficking and that it doesn't make any distinction between trafficking and consensual sex work. And so many allege that the bill actually does more harm than good, pushing sex workers off platforms and potentially back onto the streets. Keep doing those mountain climbers! 
to be honest, fast forwarding to 2020 and the rise of OnlyFans, I'm not sure Fausta Sesta ended up being as detrimental as opponents thought. Maybe we'll do an OnlyFans episode next. Anyway, long story short, Fausta Sesta created an enforceable loophole in Section 230 in which websites could potentially be held responsible for their content. And that is a big fucking deal because free speech and internet lovers think it could slowly rip apart the fabric of the internet. Let's work those obliques again. Roll onto your right side in something reminiscent of the fetal position, which is how we all feel right now, don't we? Now, you're gonna crunch on the left side. Keep going and I will tell you when to switch sides. Here's the next thing about Section 230. You know how our favorite tech bros keep having to testify in front of Congress? And Congress is like, this Facebook thing. Have we tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? As you may recall, there's been a lot of hullabaloo about whether these websites like Facebook, Twitter, etc. are platforms or publishers. And they always go on and on screaming that they're platforms and not publishers. And the reason why they do this is because of Section 230. Because Section 230 protects platforms from being liable for content that users post there. Roll over onto your left side and crunch right. So if Facebook is a platform, not a publisher, then under Section 230, we can't legally do anything when that wackadoo from your high school claims that 5G is causing coronavirus and your uncle posts, stop the stale! Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, blah, 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 blah. None of them can be held liable for spreading lies that literally incite violence and threaten democracies because, you see, they're platforms. And now it's time for some of my personal opinion, even though I am unqualified to have an opinion on the matter because as a reminder, I have no background in health or fitness, and yet I'm recording a fitness podcast from my closet. I have no authority on anything other than onesies, googly eyes, and naming plants. If you need help with that, try Plantasia's. Get into a forearm plank, which you will now hold for 30 to 45 seconds, depending on how long I talk to you. Anywho, free speech advocates are going to really hate me on this one, but I think that platforms need to be held liable for their content, otherwise we are fucked. People argue that this will hurt competition and that small startups won't be able to get off the ground because they'll have to monitor everything users write on their site, which is impossible if you're growing quickly, or uh, they risk lawsuits that they can't afford. Either way, small startups are fucked. To that I say, wow, I side with Republicans here? Stay with me. Flip onto your back and let's keep burning those abs with traditional crunches. Multiple Republicans, whom I otherwise think are shitty people, have proposed bills that limit Section 230 protections and hold sites accountable for what's on them. While I have issues with parts of these bills, something they get right, and again, my unqualified opinion, is that protections would only be removed for companies with... 30 million users in the US or 300 million globally and with more than 1.5 billion dollars in annual revenue. I'm sorry, but if you have more than 1.5 billion in annual revenue, I do not give a fuck if section 230 protections are removed for you. And yes, you should be liable for content published on your site because it is literally killing people. Let's not forget that in addition to potentially destroying democracy and spreading lies about coronavirus, Facebook also incited violence that led to a genocide in Myanmar, among many other incidents. 
Get on all fours. Arch your back. And then round your back. And keep arching and rounding. There you have it. That is your primer on Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, and I hope that it was not too convoluted. Section 230 protects websites from being held liable for content posted there, and a lot of people think it's the bee's knees, and I personally think that at a certain point, websites should be held accountable. Also, I'm fucking tired of hate speech and people hiding under free speech banners. Stop fucking being hateful. I am intolerant of intolerance. Does that make me a hater? Maybe. Mm. Now stand up and reach for the sky. Fall forward and reach for your toes. Now reach for the sky again. Lean to the right and stretch out that left side. Then lean to the left and stretch out that right side. Now repeat forward, right, and left. Now let me take a moment for a serious plea that is completely unrelated to Section 230. We've made over 50 episodes of this podcast now. Strangers have started to email us and support us on Patreon, and we appreciate it so much. But we're doing kind of a lot of work for like 20 bucks a month right now. For us to keep making this project, we need to make a little bit more money. And for us to grow the project, to invite other storytellers and comedians to entertain you while you work out, we need a lot more money. So please, if you enjoy this podcast, visit patreon.com slash notboringworkouts, or you can tip us on Venmo at notboringworkouts. We'd also love to connect with you on Twitter at nbwpod. And if money's tight right now, sharing this with a friend, leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts really does help promote this podcast to others. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time.